two, one. Yeah, man. So Hurricane Cruz, right? So basically, like, it was, it's kind of interesting to me about how this hurricane has affected us so much. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. When you talk to regular people, and you, a day after the hurricane, they would be flying down to go do a cruise right now. For yeah. A, like it's a constant state. Like the hurricane passed, but they're like, I can't believe you're going there. What are you doing going? Well, it's the funny thing is, we're not going down to do anything heroic. No. Uh, we are going to tell jokes to people. So if they're flying in from Florida, you're, you're bringing water and bandages? Are you guys MREs? No, I got jokes. I've got jokes. I got jokes. Exactly. Hurricane Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, this is Don Gray coming to you with the Comedy Fitness Podcast. I'm very lucky to be working this week with a very funny guy. You killed it last night, bro. Jim Colleton, dude, out of Boston, which we're going to talk about how many funny comics come out of Boston. But, dude, last night you destroyed it. And the, the wheelhouse, dude, the, the stuff about the parenting, you know, the stuff about raising kids, like, dude, that hits so hard. And then you had one, you did one line, because as a comic, we stare at the crowd a lot. You did one line where you talked about the uh, d- d- too full, too full to have sex. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. This 485-pound black dude lost it. It's yeah. so true. It's so true. It's so true. That, he mentioned the food. He's like, what the cheesecake? I couldn't. We were trying to get a freak on, but the cheesecake got me. Nope. You know? And that's always the great part about comic. Because, like, especially as a comic, like, you know, we see a lot of shows. But I was watching you. You were having fun last night. You were having a great time. And I think sometimes we forget, right? I do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, you forget uh, when it, you go in and you go on stage and everything's hitting. Yep. They just love everything. There's a crowd work. They love that. They love the jokes. And you're just up there. And all the jokes you watch, you're not going to get out of here. <laughs> right. Because this, this, you know, sometimes we get in the whole job mentality. Like, oh, it's my gig. It's my yeah. job. Yeah. And then you realize this is why I do it. Yeah. You have and nights like forget, that. Uh, well, people don't understand why. Then you're up. You're, 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 you're jacked. Jacked. You know and it's 11.30 at night. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have such strange hours. Exactly. To me, it's, it's kind of like sports. Remember, you know, back in high school, it was different, but like, you'd win a game, and after the game, you know, you know, let's go, let's go, more, yeah. You know, and it's the same thing. It's that adrenaline, it's that rush, and that's why we, that's why we love it. And it goes the other way, too, even if you have a bad show. If yeah. They, if the crowd sucks, and you're up there, and you're hitting them for uh, half an hour, they're just not digging it, they don't like the crowd work, or they don't like the jokes, and you just can't get them. You're still... Just wired in a different way when you get on stage. Yep. Like, oh, this people suck. And hopefully the other comic goes, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it was them. <laughs> they were great. I think he just went out of the wrong way. Uh, and, and it's funny how you work with a team like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is true. 
and that's what's great about comedy, especially on the shifts where we work two together. Because I always think comedy is is it's a solo team sport. Because when you're part of a show, you are part of a show. Yeah. But for all for the most part, man, it is. It's you're out there by yourself. It's you doing your thing. I mean, it's very it's very solo. But at the same time, this camaraderie we have with comics. We have ego. We want to be better. We always want to do better and do good. But at the same time, you're like, hey, you know, uh, high tide rises all boats. Like last night, I thought was a great show. You know, and I, and I was lucky to be part of it. But it was a great show. Oh, tonight you're closing. By the way, we're, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get that settled right now. You're clo- you're closing tonight. This is the last show. You're closing. Tonight. Yeah. To let loose, and those nights are great. And tonight will be a good night. But now I'm always thinking, like, okay, people probably know by your accent, you're not from, you're not from, uh, L.A. You're not from the South, Boston. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why do you talk like that? You think you're better than me? Do you think you're better than me? I know where you're from, Jimmy. <laughs> all, all that diction and stuff. No, it's true. It's true, you know, but your boys always want you to sound like that, you know. I, I know when I go back home, it's, dude, bro. What's, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, it, I can't really talk like that all the fucking time. I'm a grown man. But Boston produces so much good comedy. I mean, you can just go down. I mean, not just Lenny Clark. I mean, Dennis Lee. I mean, geez, for, forever, forever. I mean, I mean, in, 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 at all levels. Like, I think that some of the, even the grinders, some of the open micers that are never going to make it, make it. I mean, there's some yeah. good comedy there. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Burr's one of my favorite. And left, Louis C.K. was Yeah, yourself. Well, no, to me, you know, first of all, the sign of success as a comic is making money make, as a profession, doing it as, you don't have to, I mean, there's only so much room, there's only room for Kevin Hart, there's only room for what? Yes. You're right, there's only, like, so to me, the rest of us are working, you know, and we're, and, and that, that is success to me, like, we're getting your stuff out there, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
No, but making a good living, entertaining people, yeah. doing what we wanted to do, yeah. you know, and able to express our art. And I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I, I feel as though I'm one of the lucky ones. Like, I, I've worked hard for this, but I know that as a comic, especially coming from a place like Boston, where so many people were trying to make it to just what we're doing. The level. Not everybody wants a sitcom, but you know, saying working level comedy. That I mean, that's success. I mean, that's, especially out of Boston, where man, the competition's crazy. So, how did you know when you made it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You know, there was uh, that one. I, I, I remember. I know we were at dinner last night, and we kind of went over the questions you were going to ask me. And I, was, I was thinking uh, this morning about it. And I think one night, I remember one night, I was still middling, and I was middling for uh, a headliner in Boston at the Breakthrough, and uh, I was driving home. I knew I had a better set, you know what I mean? And, and which, don't get me wrong, it was nothing that the headliner did or the middle spot is the most easy spot, but I, I, I just I had a great set and I was driving home and I had just started building to some people, opening some shows still or posting or whatever they wanted to do. And I remember driving home and uh, I just realized, like, oh, I can do this. You know, up until then, I just didn't know. You know, you don't, you don't know. You know, yeah. you suck and, 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 and some shows go good, some shows don't go well, and you're still figuring out, you don't know, voice yet, and you don't know uh, exactly how it all plays out. And, but I just throw them away. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I can do this. Yes. And I know this is, is what I want to do, and I can do it. And that helped me to have the confidence just to stay focused and, uh, and you know, be able to pick things I wanted to do and turn on things I knew were going to help me. Yeah, make good comic decisions and then you know and also it give you the strength to be able to like i can do this and raise my family yeah. and i can do this and be successful at it because i think that's the biggest step we're so we're you spend so much time working hard as a comic and it's basically a low-grade hobby and then you have to make that jump yeah and that goes from you know at first you're just looking for stage time Yeah. Oh, come on, man. And they're be- yeah. Think. Yeah. Hello. Just in case you're out there. No, but that's the thing with comedy math. I mean, yeah. Some of the gigs are seventy-five. Some were seventy-five hundred. Comedy math is, you know, comedy math. It's what we, you know, it's what we negotiate. But now, I was comedy fitness podcast. You know, you're Boston. You. You're athletic, and I see. Yeah, three kids. He is. He is. I thought they were squats, but they're coaching. <laughs> exercises too. But three kids all playing sports. <laughs> You're like, honey. Okay, I was totally ignorant to this. I mean, I figured Northeast probably, but female hockey's big, girl yeah, hockey's big. Yeah, college, uh, high school level, same. It's yeah, uh, great. Isn't it? It's, uh, it's not like, hey, let's just play for the town team anymore. So you've got to you know, select a super exclusive elite travel team. Yeah. And you're like, you know, it's a 
right? I'm hope I'm able to do that because I want to diversify. I want him to play a lot of sports. Yeah. I don't. I don't want you know. And I. I'm not raising a scholarship. I hope he gets one, but not in a sport. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Ah. Because they put so much money in time. Yeah, they put so much money in time. We got cut. And so then the track coach pulled him aside and said, hey, why don't you start running cross country? The kids started running cross country, and he was like an all-star and got a scholarship in front of his college. See, that's beautiful. Yeah, so it's just, and then you got to step back and you got to go, all right, it's going to happen. Cream usually rises to the top, whether we're on the Super Bowl select 18 or not. No, exactly. And now a lot of it's the parents. Though. So you've seen this because like you saw parents, you know, parents that spent a lot of time, money and emotion and maybe driving this kid into a certain sport. And then now you see him, you know, your daughter's eight or six, 16, 17, 18. The the running him at 10, 11, 12 has turned. This kid does not care less, care less about the sport now and is on to other things. And it's like I could see that. Nah. Well, that's not that, that's a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not a hobby, is it? But he loves the sport. He wants to play. But like, you know, how much do you want to right now? Yeah. Right. No, right. It, it, hopefully them. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying hard. He's four. I'm trying hard not to vicariously live through him. And and then you know, I I, I just know as a parent though, like I, I see other parents do it, and I I know me, and I know that like he's probably not gonna play football because of the concussion thing. My ex wife said no. And I'm, I'm on the fence about that one. To me, it's a choice I want him to make. Yeah. You know, but I know that I'll be at games and I'm wondering, like, I, I want to, I'm not there yet. And I'm wondering how crazy I'll get. I don't think I'll be nuts running, because you've seen crazy shit. Like, parents yeah, jumping up and down, and going then, nuts, and yelling. Ringing a cowbell, you know what I mean? You're at a hockey rink and there's a ball just ringing a cowbell, you know, for no reason. What's like, the, the real cow? Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Another mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
I, I am down for the drama. Like I, I, as a comic, I want to observe these other these other pair because I'm I don't think I'll be that crazy. I can't contain it, but I want to see those parents just go nuts over that stuff. So that's funny. Yeah. Huh. And she just, you know, she yelled it for like three straight minutes behind my ear. Right? Like, you know they fucking can't hear you. They're underwater. <laughs> now, very funny. Now, the one who just looked at me, she moved away. It still kept going. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's probably her form of meditation. Pull, pull, pull. I got to be. Nothing meditating was screaming. That's a. That's great. But yeah, parents, not, now, okay, now how about the physical part of it? Now, what do you do yourself to keep up with the kids? Like, what's your exercise of choice? You you played hockey, you were an athlete yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what, at, at my age now, and the kids, I just try to, and it, whether it's, uh, it's running, or I, I don't even want to call it running, it's more just a, a light jog. Aggressive walking? Yeah, aggressive walking. <laughs> I mean, and I got a dog, I have a wife, and I go Yeah. Do you got the watch pedometer thing? Do you do anything with that in your head? Oh yeah. Well, see, now, I always did, but now I ice do a pain, like because now I realize I'm at that point. I really do, like uh, I, you know, comedy for this podcast, so I, I have to at least try to work out a lot and try different stuff. And like, man, I'm wearing a knee brace right now. I ice every day. I'm wearing a Thames unit on my back as we speak. <laughs> Right, yeah, right, and it's because it's because I'm at a 44. I'm at that point to keep as physical as I'm trying to be, not as as want to be. I want to be slightly less, yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest. But as I have to be, you know, I find it's the maintenance. I find I'm at the place where most of my workout is about maintenance. Love it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. No, no, you got a, your boy in the house is like, what is that? What is that thing you're using? Why don't you just stretch, Daddy? You okay. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna hit. You. I'm gonna give you a ship. And that's so true. Now, uh, but, but now, do you have a regimen at all? Like, is there, so like, I said, like, three miles or so, but, like, every day or two days? Uh, I, I try to, you know, do as much as I can, so, but I don't, I don't set myself to, uh, you know, and try to get it in whenever I can, you know what I mean, and, uh, you, know, for, you know, like, if you got, uh, if, I'm, if I'm at home, it's, it's, uh, it's working out when the kids go to school or 
the summer when the kids you drop them off at an event and like, all right, we have a lake in town. It's like three point two miles. We drop them off at their lessons and then boom, I can hit that. Ah, that's good. You work, make work. You find you find your workout more here or at home? I find I work out probably more on the ships. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the amount of time. And you know what? Like even sometimes, you know, I got a house, I got a yard, um, and on a nice day I'd rather be out doing yard work yeah. for two hours. No maintenance on the house. Yeah. Running up and down, you know, mm-hmm. bringing stuff out back and mm-hmm. chopping wood, whatever it is. You know, for real, you got you got for a fireplace, you guys chop yeah, chop? Yeah. Oh that's good. Yeah. Oh, so you're doing CrossFit chores. That's what I call it. You know, it, 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 you, know you can actually put, I think every guy has. I think every guy has aggressively cleaned something to the point where you are working out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would work up. Now, what about lifting? Do any, you know? Yeah. I find for I always tell like forty and up, it's the body weight stuff. Like you don't have to lift a lot of metal. Yeah. It's after forty. Like all I want, all you want to do is manage your own freaking body weight. Like yeah. you know, you know, I want to be able to get like so push ups, pull ups if you can pull them out. Like you know, sit ups. Like it's all about because, like again, getting out of bed, getting into bed. I do exercises that are about lifting my child, take a fifty pound weight, yeah. and I just grab it, put it up, and and I think it's it's functional stuff. And like you're right, you don't need a bunch of muscle. You just need we just need to maintain so we can keep up with the. How old's your youngest? Twelve. Twelve, and like you know, he's you know thirteen. You know, you know, it's full of vinegar. I mean, he's, so he's bouncing on his metabolism, running around. No, and keep it up with that. But and then no, with the relationship aspect, your wife likes to walk. She keeps fit. Yeah, she does. She uh, she's actually probably pushing me more uh, more than than uh, I would push her. They're good for that. Yeah. You know. So she's like the minute boom, the kids go to school. You know, I you know, might drop them off. I come home, and she's got her workout stuff. Let's go. We're gonna take the dog. Come on. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right. You know, so we we can play tennis together too. Which helps. She plays golf. Oh, that's good. Oh, keeping active. And then the the food. Now here, now here, I, I saw you eat. Like we just had lunch. Uh, you did great. You had all salad. I think it was all all veggies. Yeah. And and I had a uh, I think chicken cordon bleu. Um, did ate the ate, I did I ate the whole thing. I said that. I said let's go to Solarium and want something light. And then I'm like, ooh, pork goulash. Is that chicken cordon? Bleu? So I had a little bit of all that, but then I tried. But you did. Well, you had steak frites the other night. Yep. Yeah. It's like we're at the airport, mom. You know. Yeah. Chinese food, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very few airports now have like, you know, 
Yeah. And you're, you're literally running through them, and I find we usually eat things that you can eat with one hand. Burritos, wraps, sandwiches, and most of you know, and a lot of that stuff is not always yeah. the best for us. But I mean, I, but you make healthy choice when you can. Yeah, and you know what? It's it, yeah, I love nuts too. So oh, it's good snack. I find the snacking is the way to go. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's always a big thing. Like right now, I'm actually trying a little intermittent fasting where you're only supposed to eat from one p.m. to eight. But in general, I like the every three hours you eat something because I'm just doing a little experiment. Like oh, you know. It, I try not to eat anything before 1 p.m., and then I only eat from the window from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. So it's 16 hours where I, I don't eat anything. It's a whole 16-hour fast, and I can only eat that window. And that during that 1 to 8, you're not supposed to eat everything. You're not supposed to, It's not like you're going crazy. You still have to eat the same healthy, sensible stuff you hopefully were eating anyways. You're just only eating it from that time. And then they've actually found it you know, can help you get into ketosis and stuff. But it's, for me, it's just more of a thing I'm doing right now, you know, comedy fitness podcast, trying things out. And I, it's working for me. I like it. Yeah, and, and, no, and, and that's part of it. Now, I get up early with the kid at home, but out here, by the time I'm actually out of bed, nine thirty, ten, and I go work out because I don't mind eating out. Uh, I don't mind eating on an empty stomach. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you can't do that. Oh, that's terrible." Not really. It's not awful for you, but that's how you feel. Like if you get if you're dizzy, lightheaded, or your hunger's so bad that you can't. No, but if you're drinking water, having some coffee, you got you can have the energy to get through work, and then you eat immediately after at one o'clock. That's when I eat because you really do need the food to actually be used. I am not a big breakfast guy. That's what my wife always says. No, I hear. No, and that's good. Actually, it takes you a while, and I don't. I think that's you know we all have to find our own rhythm. Because I know I love breakfast. I it's hard for me to do the one to eight sometimes if I don't wake up late. If I wake up, I love I love potatoes. I love uh, uh, eggs. I love I love I actually love the uh, nostalgia of breakfast. Yeah, yeah, and that was always the meal that you know I made with the fam, mom, with growing up. You know, being bang, make this potatoes, eggs. You know, because mom's from Jersey, so you know. It's big. Everything's you know big and greasy, yeah. and it was it's it's like a big hug. Uh, that is a right. Yeah, bite. I had a mom call it bites, licks, and tastes. Because you, you piecemeal, all, then all of a sudden you're fat because you've been eating the, after yeah. the kids. You're like, I didn't even eat a whole meal. Yeah, but you ate the rest of their nuggets. You had the rest of their fries. <laughs> the ice cream was running down. I, I, I've had to eat most of an ice cream coke because my kid couldn't manage it. <laughs> like, I can't eat. So I'm just Pac-Man and an ice cream cone in my mouth because he wanted a thimble full. Yeah. Yeah, the kitty cone, like uh, in uh, Cold Stone's a good example. The kitty size is the size we should get. And then yeah, the, 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 one, the one I order, and then the kitty one should literally be like, my kid's four. Like, he needs like two scoops and a smaller spoon. Like, 
You know, you can't even you finish it. But now, coming for this podcast, um, talking to Jim, Jim Colleton, dude, it, it's been great having you on, and it's been great talking about. And we have great shows coming up. I know tonight that uh, we're, we're, we're killing. I know you have a. Uh, I know you got you, you. First of all, your CD. Yeah, I have uh, at least two CDs. Uh, my first one was uh, Stories from the Suburbs, and now uh, my second one is Last Year is Why Is Dad So Angry. Now I was doing recent. I, I love Why Is Dad So. I listened to a few bits too. I love Why Is Dad So Angry. First of all, the title, yeah. and I think again, man, I think it's. I think that's so. It's that that market is great, and also it's what I'm going through. Like, like, you know, everyone always just said, uh, you know, you talk about what you know. <laughs> you know, and, and you're raising kids in the trenches, and I, and that's what, like, I mean, it, that's where the comedy is to me. Like, yeah, exactly. Besides, you're a comic, and, and uh, other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, see, I'm not at that point yet. Like, I, I love how he says it, but dad becomes a verb and it's mi- bad sometimes. Like, like dad, dad. I, you know, I can only, I, I know eventually he's gonna be dad. You know. My house. Are you too busy paying for your pedicures? Your pedicures. I, that didn't get one for myself. But that's funny. She's being observational. You know, but, but that is so true. But now, um, the other album? Ah, so it's all my material about uh, growing up. I grew up with five sisters and no brothers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five sisters? Five sisters and no Irish Catholic as hell, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's, uh, it's also about uh, writing my kids. I'll watch jokes about when my kids are much younger. I'm going to call baby and things like that. Well, and also, I mean, they're pretty close in age, man. Yeah, yeah, we're back in the So it was pretty cray-cray there for like, a, it was a good 10 years of like, yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. Like other men would say, try to enjoy this. Like, this guy's what the fuck is going on? What's the good part? Yeah, yeah. But you, now you look around and, of course, you have like, like any family, you have pictures of your kids all over the house, especially when they're little. And you're looking, Jesus, that was a great time. Remember, we were on this little vacation and over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, the bit you do about your son. I mean, it's perfect because it's so true. Because they're at that age, they have their own life now. And then, like, I'm at the. I'm at, my kid's four. Uh, his life is totally monitored. He does nothing without an adult, without me there, without his mom there. Everything is monitored. We're always there, and like 
he's four, but they're like, why'd you take him to Disneyland? I'm like, to be honest, because I wanted to take him to Disney. I mean, I wasn't big on going to Disney, but I'm like, I wanted the pictures. I want to go. He's not going to remember. I am. And I knew that I'm going to look back on this picture and go, okay, yeah. 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 Exactly. We never go. I'm lucky. My my dad. We're where my dad lives close. We're going again. But now this is terrible. I'm gonna say like I went with the. Uh, I've been with the, been with the wife. You know. <laughs> of course, we're ex now. So that that trip went great. But then I've been with the girlfriend. You know that was that was interesting. I took him by myself to Disney. Right. That was the best time we have ever had. Went, yeah, I know. You know, and I'm like Don. What's the what's the hardest part about going to Disney? Oh, wives and girlfriends. I found. I found wives and girlfriends. I spent a lot less money, and I had a, and I had it was much easier to do that. And it's not, it wasn't, it was not anything sexist or mean. It's just like there's a lot less to do. <laughs> it was, there's a lot less to manage, and it was really easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's four. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're not going to a sit down. No, we're not. We're going here to do this. And I know I, I sound like a huge asshole. Like, oh, that's great, Don. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Well, when you got three, that private time is special. You know? Yeah, huh? Yeah, they're all different. They're all... Yeah, and that's because, you know, he's four, so I'm just learning the personality thing. And it's always, you know, you're right, you you always forget. Oh, they're people. Yeah. They're not just things that have been taken care of. It's not the dog. It's the... <laughs> Exactly. I'm having a hard enough time learning Spanish myself. You know, with it, but... Exactly. So they can pass codes. But now, um, anything you want to plug coming up with the website, of course? Very nice, by the way. I checked out. It's very nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how many I's, how many L's, how many T's? That was good. I'm surprised you were able to get it. That was a good one. Yeah. There you go, jimwatt.com. Check out the schedule. Because you know, you're booked, man. You're, you're, you're busy. You're busy. You got all that. The, the pedicures you're not getting. And then, uh, dude, the corporate stuff, which I love. I love the, the corporate stuff. You're killing the corporate yeah, stuff. Corporate you know. is, uh, I, I work, uh, my act is, uh, is, is very clean. No. I mean, it's just, uh, 
kids and marriage and stuff like that. So it's that when you open up the corner door for me, I can go in and I, you know, do it on a Tuesday afternoon uh, at a company, have some fun. No, and you've been in man all week because I, I mean, I, I don't go too blue, but I cuss. Because in fact, in fact, uh, I'm I'm I've really toned it for Royal. I've really toned it down. In the Carnival, I cuss a little bit more. On on at home, I can be actually kind of like or even I go like, "Geez, Don." Every other, you know, you got, how about you just chill that out? It, I don't use it as punchline. It's just how I talk. You know. <clears throat> yeah, you do. We we were at lunch. You're at lunch. You're like this, and Bob, fucking motherfucking, and then you're on stage. Man, it's fantastic. It is, and you still got the accent. And so I got to be honest, man, you don't kind of have to cuss. You know, your ands and does can be like, yeah. like you know, you get a lot, you know, you got the attitude, you know. And, and sometimes I've been on a show, the same thing in a comedy club, and it's not working, and you're just like, I don't know. And then I, 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 you know, just like you like to watch comedy too, yeah. and you notice it. And sometimes the joke is you know, I'll throw shit in there, or look at ass, yeah. and, but no, but the, you know, I always tell all comedy. They always tell us, but working clean is the sign of good comedy. It really is. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can still use you can still use expletives. You can still work. But I mean, like, if it's funny without anything extra, yeah. then it's funny. Yeah. And, and I, it's I, funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. And it's true. And it's true. And and I'm one of the biggest culprits. And on that note, we're getting the fuck out of here. You know, so check out jimwhat.com, you know, and then, you know, of course, the Facebook, Instagram, you do, the, you, your kids got you into social media? Yes, I am. I work on Facebook and on Instagram, and uh, I believe I'm on Twitter. Ah, <laughs> I, I like the tweet. I like the Twitter. Yeah. I, dude, I'm right there, dude. I do, I do. I, no, I'm really good at that. I love Instagram. Instagram's probably my favorite. You know, just keep pulling me, put a picture on, you know Yeah, I like the Instagram. I like the Twitter. The Facebook is for the grandpas here. I have Facebook. The kids aren't even doing it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we actually contact each other. The reunion's coming up. So, guys, CowieFitness.com. Thank you so much. Check out the sponsors, Title Boxing and Todd Traveler. Todd Traveler for all your all your baby needs if you're in Atlanta. And, of course, Title Boxing to you know, work out and hit people and get in good shape. The real answer coming up after. But, Jim, thank you so much for coming. we got a show tonight. Thank you very much. It's been a great. It's been a, it's, it's nothing better when you get on a ship and you get to work with someone else that you, uh, you hang out with and It, it it's cool to be able to have a bromance after being lonely so long. Like no lie, because we live a, it's so lamente. It's no other entertainers or that weirdo or asshole. There's always one of us, and you guys know who you are. You know that you're like Jesus is gonna be an ass. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. I do that. And are you selling merch? Because I don't know. Da, 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 da. But no, but the Kai Fitness Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for Jim. Appreciate it. Get back. We'll avoid those guys. Hey, let's go get something to eat. <laughs> but and guys, remember always laugh your ass off. Are you angry at the election? Are you pissed off at your girlfriend or boyfriend? Then you should come to Title Boxing Club Alpharetta. That's Title Boxing Club Alpharetta, where I teach my comedy kickboxing class. Title Boxing Club Alpharetta is a proud sponsor of the Comedy Fitness Podcast. Now, you know it's about fitness, but you want to punch stuff, you want to hit stuff, you want to do it right, you want to do it in an atmosphere that's fun, that's inviting, that's insane. You learn how to punch, learn how to kick at TitleBoxingClub.com. That's Title Boxing Club Alpharetta. 
www.thepunchlinesdebt.com where the punchlines hit hard. You can contact them at 770-864-5492. That is 770-864-5492. Come to my comedy kickboxing class. The first shot is always free.